Jeff, what are your thoughts this week going into this big game? Uh, excited. I really am. I've played these guys a couple times, and they're really good. And it's a great challenge for our offense. So um, I'm excited for the challenge. I think our players will be too. What has been your approach this week to eliminating mistakes and getting on to what you know you can do? Um, you know what? The approach has been each of these first two games. After each of the first two games, we review the film on Monday, and then I tell them that's over. And so I said, when people ask you about the Arizona game, you say, I don't know, we're getting ready for Cal. And when they ask you about Cal, you say, I don't know what you're talking about. We're getting ready for Wisconsin. And I think that's really the way you have to be as a player and as a coach. We don't have time to feel bad for ourselves that we didn't play as well as we could have. And the week before, we didn't have time to feel great about ourselves because we felt like we played okay and won a game. And... Uh, maybe we lost a little something there by by thinking about that win against Arizona a little bit too long. And so our our entire approach since Monday has been that game's over and, and we're totally focused on this one. What needs to happen for the offense to be successful this week? I think we... Um, we need to do everything a little bit better. We had too many mistakes. Obviously, we can't throw the football to the other team. And when you have two turnovers in a close game, often that's the difference in the game. Um, we got to play better in the red zone. Our defense gave us every opportunity to score some points, and, and we didn't come away with the points that, that we should have. And so we got to get better in the red zone. Um, we can't turn the football over. Those two things are the most glaring. And then there are a lot of smaller things. Um, guys can't make some of the mistakes that were made, whether that be a missed block, a missed assignment, a pressure on the quarterback, um, or a dropped ball. And so we, we have to improve in, in all of those areas a little bit. And one of the things that we've challenged our guys with is that either you have to improve or we find somebody else to do the job. And, and I think our offense knows that we really mean that. And you've probably seen the last two weeks some guys play a little bit more than some others, and maybe that was a little bit different than anticipated. And, and I imagine that will probably be the case in this game as well. Your cliff notes on Wisconsin's defense? Um, really, really sound very hard to get a big play on. They're as well coached and as thorough in their preparation as any defense that I've ever played against. Really big and physical, but they're not just big slow guys. They're big guys that can run, and um, and they they don't do a whole lot on defense, but they're really, really good at what they do. It sounds like efficiency is kind of a premium for you, going to be kind of a premium for you guys this week because they haven't given up a whole lot of opportunities to score on their first two games this year. Is that a fair assessment? No question. And we've got to we've got to make the opportunities when they're when they're given to us. We got to make those plays. You know, we we can't have a guy open and miss him on a on a potential touchdown or even a big play. And we can't we can't have a drop ball in in position to make a big play. And what what goes unnoticed often is we can't have a third and five and have a good play called and a guy dropped the pass and you know Tanner was uh, 54% completion percentage in this game in the first game he was 64% but we had five drops in this game if we had completed those he'd have been 66% and that makes all the difference in the world because you throw a completion on third and five on the 20 yard line now it's first and uh, uh, first and ten in the red zone and you got a, an opportunity to go score. Did you come out relatively healthy from this past weekend? Yeah. Still five linemen basically played in the last o- game. Offensive linemen. Yeah, but basically. we've got some comp- we've got some competition there, and um, we- we've told them that depending on on how and this not just in the offensive line, but at a number of positions, depending on how they prepare this week and 
and who does better. We may um, we may have some guys play a little bit more than others at some spots. You mentioned the mistakes that had to be cleaned up, and in fall camp you held your guys to high accountability, having to do up downs. Does that same approach happen during the season when there are mistakes during the week? Does it change? Every day, yeah, we did them today after practice. So every single day after practice, if we put a ball on the ground or we have um, a false start or some silly pre-snap penalty like that, yeah, we're we're holding them accountable to a to a really high standard. And, and our penalties did improve in this last game. We didn't have many, but. Again, if you make some of the other mistakes that we did, those penalties don't matter. One of the things that the guys talked about was improving the communication. Felt like maybe they didn't communicate as well as they could have offensively, particularly with the blocking and some of those things. Yeah, I think our offense—I think our offensive line needs to communicate better, and I think they need to communicate with the running backs and the tight ends better. And the, and the onus really lies on the offensive line. And it starts with the center, and communication always begins there and works its way out from there. And so um, the offensive line um, needs to do a better job with that, yeah. What was it about Ryan Pugh that made you kind of target him to get him here with you and, and kind of bring him along? Well, to start with, he played for me, and, and, I, and I knew he was a great player, but I also knew he had a great mind for the game. And he's the son of a coach and has always had coaching in his blood. And So when he finished playing, I had the opportunity to, to hire him as – my graduate assistant and then did so at three different stops and and he's been right by my side at, at three of the last places that I've been and he's one of the brightest young coaches uh, that I know and so when when I had the opportunity to hire a line coach he was really he was he was I had some other guys in mind but he was my first choice yeah. uh, the other day Cal played a couple quarterbacks and were pretty effective in your offense, is there room for that or in your philosophy, or are you kind of a one-quarterback guy? Well, I think if you have two guys with two different skill sets and you want to approach the game that way, then I think there's a place for that. Um, at this point in time, I don't think so, but we might look at that down the road. It's not something that's outside the realm of possibility. How do you do self-evaluation as an offensive coordinator? I know you had to do it at different positions, but just as an offensive coordinator, how do you kind of look at yourself and evaluate yourself? Well, first, if we don't if we don't play well on offense, my, I was talking to my son uh, after the game, who was in high school, and he said, "Well, Dad, why do you feel so bad? I didn't think it was bad. I mean, you called a good game." And I go, "No, we didn't win, and and we didn't score enough points. So that's my responsibility as the offensive coordinator, and so all of it comes back to me." And so first I say, what could we have done differently in terms of preparation during the week? Did we prepare well? And um, honestly, I didn't feel like we practiced as well last week as we did the first week. And so that, that was, that's an opportunity to learn. Um, then I look, at, I look at, the, at the game plan and say, did we, did we put guys in the right position to make plays? So did we, did we run running plays that gave us a fair chance? Did we call passing plays that had guys open? So maybe you throw an incompletion or maybe you have a drop ball. But if you have a guy open... That's all you can do as a coach. And then I look at the – I mean, I watch the game over and over, and I just think my way back through the calls, and I say, I wish I had that one back right there, you know. And so there are two or three calls I wish I had done something differently on, and I think that's always the case. Jeff, Marone, after the game, mentioned that you felt like Wednesday last week was the game, was kind of the day where the roll kicked in for the offensive preparation. Is that kind of your – you said that you felt like practice wasn't as – Great last yeah, it w- it wasn't it wasn't terrible, and 
to be honest with you, probably by most standards, I think it would have been a decent week of practice. But we just we, we want to hold our guys to such a high standard of practice that when they get to the game, that it's easy because you've done it you've done it correctly so many times. And we just didn't have that last week. And and Wednesday was one of those days, but Thursday was too. And so I had to start one period over on Thursday because we had a lapse in concentration and messed up three plays in a row. And that was not the case the previous week. So to be honest with you, after the game, I had an opportunity. Well, I didn't say it until Monday, but I had an opportunity to, to share what I felt about that.